Hello and welcome to Fireside Farmmaker, a podcast with John Mark Osborne and Michael Rashad talking about everything Farmmaker. Hello, I'm Michael Rashad. And I'm John Mark Osborne. And welcome to Fireside Farmmaker. Today, this is a short podcast. We just thought that the listeners might be interested to know who we are and what our experience and background is in the Farmmaker world. So, John, when did you start? I started about two decades or 20 years ago. Uh, working at Claris in the technical support department. For anybody who doesn't know who Claris is, it's the company who first started developing FileMaker for Apple Computer. And they did a lot of other things like develop Claris Emailer. You may remember that one, Mac Draw, Mac Paint, Mac Project, one of the ones I didn't like to uh, support when I was in tech support. And so that's where I started. I worked there for five years. So you've been doing it, developing, you've done a lot of training too during that period, haven't you? Yeah, I I went to work after uh, working at Claris. I actually uh, did a little bit of time in software quality assurance at Claris and then decided that wasn't for me. After a year, I went back down to tech support. And then I left after my sabbatical. Back then, you got a, a five or six week sabbatical every every five years when you worked at Apple. And I decided to go work for ISO Productions, where we produced a a book called Scriptology. I remember that. And and yeah, and once we were, I was done with script with ISO Productions. I decided to go out on my own and did some training. Uh, And I've been training ever since. That's probably for almost my entire career, at least twenty twenty years now. Now you have a couple of uh, websites. Database Pros is one that I know. Tell me about that. Yeah, Database Pro is just a bunch of free downloadable files mostly. There's some links and other things, but most people go for the downloadable files that tell you how to use FileMaker. It's it's completely free, and I've been doing that since 1986, 89. Uh, my memory fails me. I'm getting older, but it's been a long time uh, going, and it's, I still publish it probably every couple of months. I put new files up there for people to download and and always appreciate people sending me stuff uh, to publish of theirs. Uh, in fact, you've sent me a couple of files. I have indeed. Now, I know that uh, Database Pros is one of the most popular FileMaker websites on the Internet. How many hits do you get? Um, you know, last time I checked, which was probably about 15 years ago, so I'm not really into stats, it was about 35,000 hits, not visitors, but hits uh, per day. It's it's got to be a bit more, I would guess, but I'm just really not into stats. I mean, I, I know people are, are using my files because they contact me via email, and that, that's what makes me happy. I do this, as we've talked about a lot, we both do this because we enjoy helping people. Yeah, we do. Absolutely. So uh, you've also got the philosophy of FileMaker. What's the difference between that and the other one? Well, philosophy of FileMaker is a blog. Uh, and there's occasionally downloadable files or videos that go along with the blog article, but it's first and foremost a blog about stuff that I like, and that basically comes down to anything inside of FileMaker, scripting, calculations, relational design, reporting. We've talked about this a lot, and we're FileMaker purists. We like to try to do everything with FileMaker rather than involve external technologies. So we're uh, really big FileMaker fans, and so that's what I really write about. I don't write about uh, SQL or PHP or things like that. 
Yeah, I completely understand. And it's a very interesting site. And uh, I know you've actually been kind enough to publish one of my uh, articles about context and relationships, which I wrote a while back. A very important subject, by the way. You should go and check the article out. So anyway, well, that's interesting. So you've been doing it since 1991, approximately. Something like that. I mean, the, it, it, it all depends on when you decide I started. Um, I guess you're probably right. 1991. I'm trying. I'm coming back to me. Graduated high school '85, and graduated college in '89. So yeah, about '91 would probably be when I started working for Claris, and when I started uh, doing work on my Database Pro's website. And when did you develop your first, or when did you become a freelance FileMaker developer and develop your first solution? Uh, pretty much right after, well, I did stuff before. I mean, everybody moonlights a little bit when they're working, but uh, mostly when I when I got out of ISO, you know, we had done a lot of learning materials there, and I, I did training and development, whatever came by my way. I mean, back then it was, it was uh, you couldn't be too picky. Understood, understood. Do you remember your first project? No, I don't, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I do remember some projects, uh, interesting projects that happened back then, but probably none that are uh, going to be very interesting to talk about right now. Well, I'll tell you about my first project because it was almost my last. And If you haven't heard this story, you're going to really enjoy it. Um, I was back in England in 87, which is when I started work with FileMaker, and I had been developing a solution for a friend of mine's sports business using a program that's no longer available called Omnis 3. And it was driving me insane because it was so complicated to just incredibly difficult. And through a mutual friend of mine, I was introduced to a guy who was a FileMaker developer. He wasn't professional. He just liked FileMaker. And he showed it to me, and I just fell in love with it. And I started, you know, I built the solution for my friend's company in it in a, in a few weeks and just fell in love with it, the way it worked. And it was just really intuitive and, and appealed to my sense of creativity. And after about six months, I was asked to go up to ITN, which is the English equivalent of CNN. And they weren't looking for a FileMaker solution. What they were looking for was somebody who knew Excel extremely well. And I went up there and I met with their, a number of their top executives, and they wanted me to build a series of linked spreadsheets to manage their budgeting, annual budgets. And that budgeting program was dealing with, I think it was 95 different departments and a 127 million pound budget, which is a lot of money, especially back then. And I said to them, it can't be done. It's the worst idea anybody's ever had. You'll never be able to manage it on a spreadsheet. And they said, well, what's our alternative? And I says, FileMaker. And they went, FileMaker? Never heard of it. What is it? Anyway, I convinced them, and they said to me after about 15 minutes of discussion, can you do it in three weeks? And like an idiot with enthusiasm and not much common sense, I said, sure. 
Anyway, I started work the following Monday. I went in and they'd gone out and they bought a Macintosh computer and got FileMaker. And I got to their office on the Monday and sat in front of the computer. And I literally sat there all day just looking at the computer without touching the keyboard or anything, just thinking. And I went home and I thought all night. And the next day I went back in, I did the same thing. And I did the same thing for every single day that week. And I went home on the Friday night thinking, oh my God, I have no idea how I'm gonna do this. I've completely screwed myself over for the rest of my life. Anyway, I woke up on the Monday morning and my subconscious had just kicked into gear as it does when we have a big problem. And I knew exactly how to do it. And I went in and I built this system and completed it in 10 days. And the end result was that they were able to do the annual budget that had taken previously nine people six weeks to do. It was done in two days. And the, the, the interesting thing about that project was that I had become friendly with one of the Claris salespeople, and I can't remember, it's David something. And I was having coffee with him shortly after and had told him about this project. And he looked at me quizzically and he said, that sounds interesting. He said, my boss would love to see this. Would you come down and give us a demonstration? And I went, sure. So I went down to Claris headquarters, which was just outside of Heathrow Airport. And I showed David and his boss this solution. And his boss looked at it, looked at David, looked back at me and says, would you mind if I brought my boss in? And I said, no. So I did this dog and pony show for four executives, each going higher and higher up the level. And at the end of it, I said to the top guy, do you mind if I ask why there's so much interest? He said, honestly, he said, we didn't believe this stuff, sort of stuff could be done with FileMaker. And I was as surprised as you can possibly imagine. And from that point on, Claris in the UK just used to forward any technical inquiries about could FileMaker do this to me? And that's how I got started. Yeah, it's interesting how uh, the difference in the way we got started, because I started off working in tech support. And so when I got out in the development world, I already had learned the trade for the most part. I mean, there's obviously differences between supporting a product versus developing for a product, but I already knew all the features. And it's interesting how you had to learn on the job. And I did too, but there were different jobs. Absolutely. So that's how I got started. Yeah. So that was back in 1987, right? Yes. You got a few years on me. I'm going to have to play some catch up here. Well, I'm also considerably older than you, John, so it's <laughs> only right that I should have a few more years on you. So I'll mention a few other things. I mean, the reason we, we talk about this stuff is not to pump up each other and to pat ourselves on the back and say how great we are. It's really to tell the, the viewers or let them know that we're experts in FileMaker and that you can trust what we're saying in these podcasts. And it's good to know where our experiences come from. And so I'm going to tell you about a few more things that, that I've done. Uh, I was former chairperson at uh, Macworld 
for about 12 years until Apple pulled out and then FileMaker obviously pulled out. And so there's no more FileMaker conference there. But I was doing that for 12 years and presenting on it and deciding what happened there. I was also the technical editor or a technical editor for FileMaker Advisor magazine. They're defunct right now, but during their heyday, they were the only, and they still remain the only printed magazine out there. There are a few uh, little tips and tricks, newsletter things, but most of the stuff these days is electronics and nothing was ever, uh, you know, a four color separation, you know, fancy magazine that came out. And I got to do that. And that was a lot of fun. And I've also been a CSA, FSA and FBA member. You may know FBA, that's the FileMaker Business Alliance, but it was formerly called the FileMaker Solutions Alliance. And before that, the Claris Solutions Alliance. So I've been a part of that uh, for a long time, ever since its inception. And I know that uh, there's probably some other things that you've probably done you want to talk about, Michael, to, to let people know that you've been doing this for a long time. I and mean, certainly it's you, you've been doing, I believe, FileMaker almost exclusively from 1987 on. It's the only database you've been developing in. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I've tried a couple of others. Uh, I've played around with a program called Savoy for a while, which was very interesting. And I like the technology. But again, it had such a incredible learning curve that I finally decided I could do everything better in FileMaker and that's what I've stuck with. Uh, interestingly enough, and I don't know whether you knew this, but I wrote several articles for FileMaker Advisor magazine. I think they published five of mine, if I remember rightly. And uh, so we've got that commonality. But I think the thing for the viewers or listeners rather, is that we're really both old school FileMaker developers. We've come up with it from the beginning and we've grown with it and we've learned it and we've, we're both passionate about it as a, as a platform because it just offers so much. And, you know, a lot of the, the newer developers we talked about in another thing, they're incredibly bright and smart and they've got all these technologies under their belt. But they sometimes forget that FileMaker is an incredible tool without reverting to any of this extra stuff. And you and I both do it FileMaker first. If we can't do it in FileMaker, pure FileMaker, then we look outside. But if we can do it within FileMaker, that's what we do. I think that's a good point you're making is that there are a lot of developers out there who are new to the platform or even, even five or ten years in that they don't really understand the FileMaker way. And that's important to understand because if you don't understand the difference between running a script or a calculation field or an auto enter to put a value into a field and where you'd use it and when to use it, or even that it's even there, then you really can't program FileMaker efficiently. And it really helps to know FileMaker inside and out. And because we've been there since the beginning, we've seen FileMaker mature. We know what it looked like and are intimate with what it looked like Back in, I first version I used was FileMaker Roman Numeral 2, not FileMaker Pro 2.0, but Roman Numeral 2. And I'm sure you're in the same boat. You might have even been before that. FileMaker Plus for me. There you go. And that's it. So that, that was actually, I believe, uh, was that a Neshoba product? I think it was. It was Neshoba, but when Claris took it over, they didn't rename it for a while. And I could be wrong here because it's a long time ago, but I believe that it was called Plus and then they changed it to FileMaker 2. And then eventually, I'm not sure what year, they went to FileMaker Pro. Uh, I think 
what was that? 96, maybe? Maybe something like that. Well, we'd have to look up the dates, but it's probably not that important. It's sometimes fun when I'm trying to think about when did that feature get introduced? And I can't remember because it all kind of blends together. You know, it's all one product for me. Yeah, it really is for me too. And, you know, some of the versions that have been released have been really ground changes or game changes. Farmaker 7, when they had the multiple relationships or the relationship graph rather, was it was just ridiculously a game changer. Of course, I think, it, in my opinion, it was released a year too early because I don't think it was that good. But when they got to Farmaker 8 and especially 8.5, it had matured and we as developers had come to terms with the relationship graph, which was difficult to do. Yeah, I think they almost had to release FileMaker Pro 7 at the time they did because they had to get feedback from people and see what people were actually doing with it. And, and if they had tried to make it perfect, they probably would have never gotten there. And so, yeah, FileMaker 8 and 8.5 and continuing on, it just keeps getting better and better. Oh, it's amazing. Just amazing. Well, I can't think of anything else. Um, so why don't we cut this podcast off and say thanks to our listeners for listening. And uh, we hope that th all of you who are listening will enjoy this podcast and all the other podcasts that we're doing. And remember that it's just two old FileMaker developers talking about stuff we know and love and want to share with everybody else who's an enthusiast or who's interested in the platform. Ditto. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. And we'll see you at the next podcast. Sounds fantastic. Thanks, John. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Fireside FileMaker, a podcast with John Mark Osborne and Michael Richard. We'd love to hear what you think, so please email us at info at firesidefilemaker.com. That's info at firesidefilemaker.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.